Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we... Uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. trying to string but everyone's in a rush and you're cowboying just cowboying you're cowboying just cowboying today howdy there i'm matt mckinley and we're burning daylight howdy folks uh just wrapping up this uh this long Independence Day weekend, I had a good time up in Bridgeport, and here's just a few of the people that I talked to, uh, just shooting the shit, telling some stories, and uh, it was a fun weekend, I think it's going to be a fun episode for you, I've got a lot more to come, uh, recorded close to 10 gigabits or gigabytes worth of 
material this weekend, so there'll be uh, there'll be some more to come after this. All right, I'm with uh, I'm over here in Bridgeport, California. I can't remember this guy's name because I've been drinking a little bit. But uh, introduce yourself, uh, Nolan Brennan. Nolan Brennan. He uh, he was on uh, a team here in Bridgeport. Uh, what's your team name? Brennan Ranch. Brennan Ranch. Do you own it? Uh, part owners in it. Yeah. Part owners. All right. Cool. Uh, did you guys do any good? We did good in the Bronx riding. Perfect. Did you ride the Bronx? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh man, you wild some bitch. All right. Cool. Uh, how'd you do in the rest of the events? Or how many events did you do today? Oh, we was in two events and. Uh, did okay in the mugging, and we fucking flagged out in the team roping. Well, son of a bitch, that happens. Uh, uh, which which horse is here? Is yours here? This yellow horse right here. Oh, he's got a little Palomino. I I don't have one. counterfeit one. He says, but uh, I I don't have a video with me here. But she's a he's a good looking sucker. A little short, but uh, built right. Big hip, big chest. Uh, and uh, who's the guy holding it for you? This is Cowboy. My name's Cowboy Frazier. Cow- Cowboy Frazier. How do you know Nolan here? Uh, through my dad, working for him or Brandy. Cool. So you you work for Nolan and his and his family? Sometimes. Sometimes. Cool. All right. Uh, and how come you aren't in today? I'm not ready for this yet, and I didn't bring a horse. Oh, son of a bitch! You always bring a horse, okay? That's the first rule of cowboying. Bring a horse. And I didn't bring a horse. That's why I'm no cowboy. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just giving you I'm giving you shit. But uh he's got this little Palomino horse with the cheek brand, uh and we don't we don't see that back in the in the Midwest very much. Uh and it looks like a nose brand too. Yeah, got the pitchfork from his dad. Alright, hold on hold on, hold on. Got the pitchfork on her cheek from his dad. Okay. And uh, what what's going on on her nose there? Oh, she's a dumbass. Good enough. Good enough. I I, I have I have plenty of horses like that. But uh, uh, so so you you rode the Bronc, and uh, what would you think of that that horse coming out? It's pretty darn good. Uh, a little bit heavy. Uh, probably should have throat lashed it, and have been just a good horse. Well, that's all right. I, I seen I seen you ride, and uh, and you did a good job. So. Uh, Congratulations! Uh, hopefully, you won a little bit of money. And uh, how m- what what events are you uh, you up in tomorrow? The team Brandon trailer loading in the Davies in the ranch horse. Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing you. And uh, good luck. Thank you. That's uh, that's Nolan. We're in Bridgeport, California, and uh, we're just doing some cowboy shit uh, for right now. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, this guy doesn't know our sign-off, but uh, for what we do is uh, I say, uh, move your ass, we're burning daylight. So which which part do you want? Either or, don't matter. No, I, you're, you're, you are the interviewee. You tell me. Move your ass, we're burning, burning daylight. Shit or get off the pot, huh? Perfect. So, all right. <laughs> move your ass. Move your ass. We're burning daylight. All right. We are in uh, Bridgeport, California. We are uh, just shortly after day one of the Bridgeport Ranch Rodeo. And we're with uh, Colton Vega, who is here. Claims to be a hand, but he was not in the rodeo. Uh, but he's got some stories to tell. I lied. I don't want to 
<laughs> Bullshit. You are suckered in now. Wacy, tell him to do it. No, he's not listening. All right, Colton, you were telling a story before I stopped you. Finish it up. I wasn't even telling a story. Well, you got to ask him. You got to ask him. You are now. Okay. When did you get started cowboying? Uh, shoot it. I always had a lot of family that did it, but my grandpa, he kind of, kind of the reason I'm still doing it today. Okay, where was that at? Uh, southeastern Idaho. Southeastern Idaho by Blackfoot. Pretty well known cowboy, huh? Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, what's your What's your grandpa's name? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. His name's Kent Ferris. Kent Ferris. That's my grandpa's name. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how long has Kent Ferris been in Southeast Idaho? Uh, he uh, he, I think they. I don't know where they came from originally, but uh, cowboy, they're shooting cowboy all over uh, Wyoming and Nevada, in Nevada in the early 90s, and and uh, and uh, Texas in the late 90s, and then back into Idaho, and she just went over cowboy all over the place. And pretty pretty reputable. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, if you don't mind me asking, and this is an honest question, not giving you shit, but. Uh, how, how many acres do you guys run, or how many how many heads you guys run? Just just to give people uh, an idea of uh, the size of your operation. Oh, we we never really. Uh, um, he's he's got uh, some cows of his own now, but growing up, he just worked different ranches. We never, uh, yeah, we just he just worked around cowboy, and that's what he did for a living was cowboy and traveled around and and trained horses and shod horses and that's kind of the same footsteps i followed in i don't run any personal cows or or anything like that just cowboy and train horses and shoe a little bit well that's awesome you know um you know a lot of those guys well a lot of ranches they're they're owned by just who who the fuck knows really uh you know whether it be like newmont mine or something you know and that's kind of the i guess that's kind of the challenge we face now like you still you still got to take care of these cows but uh, I don't know who who owns them, but but at the end of the day, they got to be taken care of. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've I've always been very fortunate to be around good cowboys and and learn just learn a lot, you know, doing it the right way or the wrong way from anybody I've ever been around, um, from from my own family, from people I've worked for, or people I've worked around, or even people I've just heard stories about, and. Uh, very fortunate to take take a little something home from from all of them. So. Well, I think that's important. Uh, I know we as uh, beef producers or ranchers or cowboys, whatever you want to call us, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of all of us that uh, like you, where but your granddad never owned any any ground, but just sure enough cowboyed and I, I i bet you there's people there that uh they wouldn't run cattle without him um you know we they don't hear our side of the story and uh, and this is what i'm trying to do at burning daylight you know uh we 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 try to to put a a funny humorous point of view on what we do as a cowboy 
and uh, or to Buckaroo, where you being in the Great Basin area, that's that's one of the one of the things I'm trying to highlight is the difference between uh, the different styles of cowboys. But uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people uh, they don't know about how these and like you said, with your granddad never never really owning any ground, but still cowboyed, but. I, I guarantee you people know him for for a long time and uh and the same way with people that own ranches uh they've been around forever and and people don't know what we do and that's what i'm trying to trying to accentuate here so um what would you say that you love the most about cowboying or buckarooing whatever you want to call it well, I, I don't necessarily put a label on what I am or not, you know, shoot, I, I, you know, I prefer roping on a slick horn with a long rope, and I like my horses to be in the bridle, and, and, and sure enough, ride around in one, but I'm dang sure, you know, not worried about tying hard and fast with 28 foot of rope with a horn knot on, and going to rope something either. Um, been very fortunate to, and I guess my favorite part about it is I've been b- very fortunate to go to different parts of the United States, and and shoot, dang sure, you know, uh, Texas was a lot of fun, and, and Texas and Oklahoma were both a lot of fun. When I went over there and made, made I shoot, I've been back over there three times, and, and uh, you know, I didn't think I'd get along with those guys, you know, just difference in style and, and shoot, but I guess what it come down to, end of the day, we were all able, we were all really able to get our, our job done, and, and we all did a good job at it and got along. And, and, uh, go ahead, I gotta go look at this barrel. Dang sure, I was. I was very fortunate. Everywhere I've been, been I cowboyed a lot in the Midwest and and Idaho and in Oregon, California, and just kind of all over. I guess my favorite part about it is the people I've met and the country I've got to see and and just the little life lessons I dang sure learned from everybody I met. Well, I guess the thing I gotta say is uh, it doesn't matter what kind of material you got on your horn how long your rope is uh they each each and everything has their place whether you're tying hard or you're you're uh dallying on latigo which is just fast and hot as they come at the end of the day we're we're taking care of cows and that's what we do and it's what we love and it depends on your situation as to what you do would you agree? Yes, sir, I would. Um, our host here just made a real nice dinner for us, so I'm going to get off here, and I'm going to go eat some food and drink some beers. Perfect. Uh, thanks to Ray Johnson for uh, being the camp cookie, and uh, we're going to go eat, and uh, you guys can wait and see what we have to say later. Okay. We're here in Bridgeport, California with a fella named Bo. I don't know his last name, and he doesn't want it told, so I'm not going to sell it. Everyone knows it. All right, well, everybody knows it except us. But anyway, here's Bo from California. Tell me a story. Yeah, I will choke on a lot of things, but you not being one of them. Anyways, a good story. 
hard to just think of one. After it is kind of hard to think of one, just off the top of my head. Maybe hand. you can ask a question, that'll spark up a good That's what you need to do. You need to be like interrogator, dude. Like the police. I'm always good at telling stories the police interrogator. All right. Police. Mr. Bo. Why the fuck are you driving drunk right now? You got a good answer for me? I don't think you do. Oh, he's got multiple answers. Not right now. I don't think you got a good answer for me. Bullshit. I, I, I see you. Your eyes are a little cross-eyed. Alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me get this on the record here, Bo. On the record. How many, how many times have you answered that question? I've been there when you almost answered it wrongly, too. <laughs> it almost took us both to jail. I remember that. In Williams, Arizona. Yeah, I got video of it. <laughs> Anyways, first time I ever got pulled over. Driving drunk. I wasn't even drunk. I was driving under the influence of alcohol. I was under the age of 21. How I was 17 years old. You were not 21. I was under the age of 21. That's what I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, you're. Uh, Are you over now? That's. You're well so, over. Yeah, I'm All right. right. That's good. Yeah. We're good. No, we're, we're good. good now. You can't prosecute me. Limitations is That's gone. 10 years, yeah. dude. Yeah, we're good. We're not, though. No, we're not. <laughs> Some of these stories I'm going to tell, they're going to just kind of creep in and out of them. <laughs> Let's just say my name is Anonymous. Where, where were you at when you got busted the first time? I was actually on the good old a river. Kern County River. It might have been from I Kern County. Names, <laughs> it might have been now from... Now we're getting a location. Hispir- uh, just, it, never mind the county. It goes there. It's a killer river. So it might have been Kern County. Who knows? Merle Haggard knows it. Merle Haggard does. He wrote a song about it one time. Well, I'm getting it. <laughs> well, enough said. Anyways. Was you tubing? I was tubing, and I had to get, matter of fact, your ass was with me, weren't you? No, not the first time. Not the first time. No, you had three when I met you. What's your <laughs> name again? Three D.U.S. when I met you. You were driving my fucking six-speed one that one time. No. <laughs> you were, you didn't even know how to drive a stick shift then. Let's get back to your first story. <laughs> There's too many, they're running together now. Oh, I was driving my buddy's dad home. Stuff right <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to go shoe horse at 3.30 in the morning, and I could not get out of it, and I couldn't even lie my way out of it, and I had a beer and a half, maybe, the whole day, so I was like, I'm good. Phone rang, park ranger, <laughs> lit me up as soon as I pulled, pulled the phone up, you know, and... Closer? Like how close? Is that good? Seductively close? I can sound sexy. <laughs> well now guys tune in. <laughs> Delilah over here. <laughs> this say, make sure say hashtag, hashtag nigga please. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's edited, that's it. If he edits that shit he's it's, it's not that funny. <laughs> Dude, I got I got fucking censored from for saying Trump rope. No joke. Really? You got censored yeah. for saying what? Trump rope. Trump rope. Anyway, yeah. so you got pulled over for being on the phone? Yeah, d- yeah no, driving while white. Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. I like it. And it was, it was pretty, you know, mediocre. But the same thing, is, the fucked up thing about it is, is I just got busted by the same Rangers the week before. Fishing <laughs> With my other buddies in the same truck. 
So naturally, they pulled my ass over, knew I didn't have a fucking driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> and you went to the same park, so who's the dumb? It was kind of my dumbass fault for doing that. But I didn't own the truck, and I didn't plan on driving. One, two, my other buddy's a chicken shit, and he left to go chase some girls somewhere down the road. And he got away with everything. You know who I'm talking about. May he rest in shit. Oh, yeah, he did get away with it. He did get away with it. <laughs> and I got in the truck from the store, and his dad, which is an adult, I'm 16 years old, he's sitting in the damn passenger seat when he should have been driving. He's going, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, I ain't driving home. He goes, well, we ain't moving nowhere. Then. And you had to be at work. At 3.30 in the morning, yeah. So you didn't have much say. I got in the truck and drove. <laughs> Six-pack sitting between us. He goes, well, I got us a six-pack. That'll get us home. That'll, that'll get my ass conned into doing that much. If you knew who I am. Yeah, quite a bit of leverage, man. A little bit. Even though it was Bud Light. But it was fine. <laughs> Hashtag Bud Light. Hashtag CHP. Got pulled over. Didn't want to call anybody, but I'm under 18, so they do. They call your next kin. So, next thing I know, my mama was there. And my mama didn't even show up. My dad came to get me. This is my dad that. No, this is my dad that didn't even raise me. This is my biological father. He showed up. He said, Watch out. I said, Man, I'm so glad. He goes, Well, I had to call your mama first. And I said, You motherfucker. Dude. I thought we you owe me. Dude. You owe me, dude. You owe me. You owe me. I thought we were cool, man, when he showed up. And I called him first. And he's like, Yeah, well, I called your mom first. I'm like, All right, we're not good no more. <laughs> Not good. You're still not my dad. And then he let me, he even <laughs> took me, got my pickup, and let me drive fuck home in my own truck. He had shit to do. Type of parent he was. <laughs> and that was all about when I was so 16 let, years old. So they, the cops, the Rangers wouldn't release you until your dad got there? No, they wouldn't. They Into his custody, and they went straight from there, got my truck. <laughs> that was unfit to drive. And drove it the fuck home. And I was 16 years old. What'd you get charged with? Minor possession and uh, um, uh, what's that? Wet and reckless. <laughs> what's that thing? That's a porno. <laughs> Wet and, reckless. and that, kids, is why you don't drink alcohol. Stay safe. Stay in school. Don't be like Bo. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you once again by the D bags. Don't be a gunsel. And um, I've had a few comments on what a gunsel is. And uh, typically a gunsel is kind of described as somebody who looks like a cowboy, dresses like a cowboy, but overall don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, uh, and they're pretty prevalent anywhere you go. And some people have different names for them depending on what line of work you're in, but... For us in the cowboy world, we call them a gunsel. But anyway, Don't Be a Gunsel is it's a website started to uh, started with the working cowboy with, who has a sense of humor in mind, and they also have line of merch that you can buy. Uh, they got some hats and some stickers and uh, a coffee mug. Uh, you can find them at Don't Be a Gunsel on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, if you go buy any of their merch, make sure you use the promo code Burning Daylight and get 10% off. It'll help them out. That'll help me out, and you get some cool shit for a little bit cheaper. And their prices are already pretty cheap. So 
go I'll go check them out support them and uh, use the burning uh, burning daylight promo code B-U-R-N-I-N D-A-Y-L-I-G-H-T I uh, I spelled the daylight wrong yesterday because uh, I'm a fucking hand that's why but anyway go check them out don't be a gunsel all right, so uh, <laughs> what medicines are we talking about? I I, I personally well, like... Let's, let's start this as like a true podcast. Okay. This is Bryce Massini. I am... Uh, <laughs> Massini, huh? Yeah. Okay, I, I know I know the name. I don't know you, but I... You're totally I, fucking this up, dude. Yeah. This is Bryce Massini. We're talking Matt, about... Bryce and Massini. This is Matt McKinley. Your name? Brett Friend. Brett Friend? Courtney Klein. Yeah, and a couple other people. All right, so we're talking about medicines that we give to cattle, and uh, my favorite is mycotil. Mycotil is kind of dangerous because it'll it'll fucking kill you, but it clears up cattle pretty good. Yeah, um, I've never used mycotil, and I'm not a fan of it the way that we do our thing outside and inside. Mm-hmm. And I've heard good things about it. Yeah, but it just doesn't work for my outfit. But the biggest thing that I like to use is mineral packages and uh, sulfur liquid or or bolus. Yeah, and then go back onto all your regular stuff that you're going to use for any type of, of uh, antibiotic. LA two hundred. Perfect. I, I love LA LA two hundred, LA three hundred. You know, normycin. Uh, New floor is great. New floor sucks when it's cold because it is thicker than a motherfucker. Uh, so you if get you're getting heat packs in your, uh, actually back. even better, use norfinical. It's a norfinical. Yep, it's uh, a uh, generic version, and it is it is real thin. A little bit cheaper. Yeah, a lot cheaper. Okay. Same exact thing as new floor. A lot same easier, response. same response, everything. Actually, even a little bit better response. Uh, but in, it's the, like, in the dry country or the wet country? Response? Both, both. both. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the same thing as new floor, just uh, thinner and a lot cheaper, like a third of the cost. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, keep that in mind. Norfinical. 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 It's the same exact drug as new yeah, floor. Uh, we go through Animal Health International, and there's another place, but uh, Animal Health International. You guys go through Zoetis? Uh, Zoetis is not who makes that, so no. Uh, um, but we, we have a Zoetis rep, and uh, but I forget who Norfinical is through, but... It's uh, so it may not be cheaper if you get a like yeah, if you if you have a rep yeah it, it, it's it kind of politics but so now now on your mineral package when you're in the feedlot like that where you guys work um we we use a uh, uh what we we call it uh we call it premix it's uh, premix in the ration. Uh, it's a it's a pellet that we put in the ration, oh, and uh, so but it, it's got trace minerals, tylen, rumensin, all that all that good shit, and uh, yeah. So I mean, it, it's got it's basically like your your mineral tub. Yeah. Uh, but it but it's in a pelleted ration. It's pelleted in. Your yeah. Ration. Yeah. And and, it, and <laughs> so it's trace mineral protein that 
So there's there's a lot of urea, I think, in it. Oh yeah, that's um, that's really good for health. Yeah. Now, when you guys when you guys go through the feedlot, what's your average number of beef cattle? Because I know you guys run beef cattle and um, Holsteins. It, it's pretty variable. Like right now, we have no beef cattle. It's all it's all Holstein heifers. But uh, when like when we have beef cattle, we're we're probably around like eight to ten thousand head of beef cattle, and we've got about the same of dairy heifers but like right now we we have we have no beef cattle it's it's in just the summer one run when the, when the nevada grass comes um beef cattle end up somewhere else yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. so we like we run a and lot you run the same the same mineral package throughout the operation uh it, it uh they have a for, different for dairy in the beef uh no it's different from dairy to beef oh. they, they have a different because the dairy cattle we're, we're only raising them to uh, gain just under two pounds a day where the the beef cattle were pushing them we're wanting them to gain a bunch so like but we're 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 looking for two and a half pounds a day on on beef cattle and your nutritionist the nutritionist that you guys use he's he's got a specific package for both uh no we've got two different nutritionists we've got a dairy nutritionist and a beef nutritionist yeah yeah so we we've got a we've got four different dairies that, that send us cattle and and we've got a nutritionist for for those cattle and then we have uh, a, a nutritionist from Harris uh, beef that 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 runs our, our beef cattle so and the, and the four the four dairies that you guys run for are uh, it'd be well I'm, I'm gonna edit this out but it's uh, Dalma Vanderskoff Hilltop and then Sandhill dairy from over at Cal. Uh, and then and then all our beef cattle are run for for Harris. Right. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So now you know. So <laughs> you've worked there for a while now, and what does it take to run that many cattle through there with that two different types of crews? Oh uh, well, we we run them. It's, it's got to be two different kind types of crews, right? Uh kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yes kind of know like it takes two different type of people but for a small and and i you know we run up to twenty thousand head which is a lot of cattle but in a feedlot sense it's not that many cattle it's really not Uh, so we we've got a pretty small crew so everybody has to do a little bit of everything and uh so yeah there's a lot of crossover from the dairy to the beef side okay um but the, the dairy side takes a lot more maintenance than the, the beef because uh, the beef side once they come in like we receive them we we process them and then and then we processing ship them. entails processing is uh it usually gives a, a live vaccine a killed vaccine uh ejectable warmer a drench warmer a back pour and a brand basically and, and then a lot tag and you, you could use any more warmers Possibly, maybe. I don't. If if they make another one, we'll probably use it. <laughs> yeah, no. I just, I'm just quizzing for fun. Yeah. And you guys get serious results out of out of back pour injectable. Uh, apparently, because they still do it. But I don't. I don't know. We we just do it. But yeah. I. It seems like a little overkill to me. But I, I don't make those decisions. Covering all spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if you did a back pour and an injectable, you're you're just fine. Like that that covers pretty much everything. But that's uh, this is what Harris 
it's Harris cattle or Dave Wood cattle, so that's what they want, and uh, so we do injectable, drench, and a back pour. That's interesting. That is so interesting. Yeah, but I, apparently now, on, on my operation, we've got a lot of results out of the injectable. Injectable yeah. pluses and, and yeah, I, I like the injectable. I like the injectable. Well, and you know exactly what they're getting because you're actually giving them a shot. That, you know, like if you give them a, an oral, uh, you know, they'll get some of it. They'll spit, the, you know, probably half of it out they're going to spit out. And then the back pour, most of the time you're going to get it, but you never know. Injectable, you know, as long as you get that needle under the skin, they're getting it. And, and so I, I like the injectable myself, but I'm not making those decisions. So well, I... I I give what they tell us to give, so. But, but me personally, yeah, I think they. Now going on to the feed crew and everything. How many guys do you guys have on the feed crew? Uh, capacity. We got two two feeders. Two feeders. Yep. They they feed the they they load their own trucks, mix it, everything in the feed. So. Simple ration or? Uh, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's it's all dry and well. It's dry ingredients, and then they add water or uh, add premix if it's uh, if it's a beef ration. So like they uh, they'll add like uh, CDS and uh, and then like a protein protein mineral based uh, supplement, but and that and that's liquid. But everything else is it's it's pretty simple. You know, we we ship in flake corn out of California for the the beef cattle, and uh, ev but everything like the dairy rations all. All roughage days. And now, there's not a lot of flake corn in the state of Nevada. Do you guys, no. you guys bring that in on rail, or is it all uh, over the hill drive? Over the hill. Over, over the, the hill, hill. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But we don't feed any of that to the dairy ration. It's all to the beef stuff. Um, all, all the dairy ration, and, and there's some of that that comes over the hill, too. Like, we, we feed almond holes just for, for a roughage type deal, and that comes over the hill. Um I think that's a nah. DDG comes in by the rail. Uh, we we feed some DDG with the with the dairy ration, but uh, there there's not much that well other than hay. There's not much that's that's native to Nevada. So everything's kind of got to be trucked there's in. There's not much that grows in Nevada. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that. I, I I came from the the Great Plains, and you know we're we're uh we're a grain type of economy, and there there ain't much out here. There there's there's hay. And sagebrush, that's about it. There's hay and bad hay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're not wrong. They're both expensive, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, I, I know you guys are ready to get to the bar, so I'm going to end this. But, hey. Uh, Thank I, you very much for putting us on here. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate I'll it. I'll do this again. Yeah, you bet. Well, I was told that I need to hear the story about burning a John Deere tractor down by Miss Katie Hanlon, so I'm just going to turn it over to her. All right. So, TGIF, thank God it was Friday yesterday because the morning started out pretty interesting. I had to hop on our tractor and go rake some hay, get it in the rows, and. Uh, I'm running these rows, raking it up, and it's some heavy-duty alfalfa we got out there. I mean, it's balling up, and it's getting clogged in our rake. The unfortunate part is the John Deere we have is an orchard tractor, so it rides lower than any of our pickups, and it has an exhaust pipe that runs directly underneath it. 
So when I'm taking a double pass, I get high centered on a big ball of hay. <laughs> you you burnt the fucker down. And that thing starts smoking. I can't get it off this ball of hay at all to save my life. I'm throttling as hard as I can, reverse forward, reverse forward. And I finally look behind me, and some flames were tickling my ponytail. So I didn't want to go up, so I shut the key off, hopped off, turned around, and it was just going. <laughs> well, I hate to laugh, but do you still have a job? I do have a job. I was a little scared about that. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, but that's part of, part of working in agriculture. Oh, burning down John Deere's. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> no. No. We have a trailer loading and we gotta watch a horse show and we gotta bring her. But you know what is the hardest thing for me? Branding. It seems like I can go out every day and brand for a hundred hey, people. Hold, hold this mic, by the way. Hold that. Oh god. I like I'll hold the mic for you. I'm just gonna pin it to my jacket. <laughs> but no, I feel like that's where a lot of people struggle. Like, even people that... I'm like, dude, that's one of the ropiest motherfuckers I know. Getting the brand pin, it's like, oh, dude, loser. <laughs> I could have done better than that. And then you get up and you're like, fuck, these calves are squirrely. <laughs> oh, no, we all suck again. Uh, we suck again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! We have a game to win! Wake her ass up! We have a game! We do gotta win tomorrow, boys, and we're an event down. Uh, very first event, boys. I really fucked up. Top knotted that some bitch faster than shit. If he would have had horns, it was pretty. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah. Hey, give us, give us the letter Kenny like degrading your horns. Dude, nobody. I can't do it that fast. I've been working on my banter like them boys on Letter Kenny do, but I can't. I really. I did. I fucking. I mean, I felt like I gave it pretty good, good description. I fucking. No, like it. It didn't even hit the back of his. I knocked him over. There was a Jehovah Witness come by the other day, and he kept saying a boot. A boot. A boot. What? No. There's so many neat stories, but I don't want to tell stories on myself. You're talking about the 
I was talking about the branding. But I feel I like... About the branding. Come and on, I, I may have it. pissed our other teammate off because I was like, yeah, every time you have a ranch rodeo, there's going to be a weak link on your team. And I was like, and I own it was definitely you. And he was like... <laughs> Dude, I was the weak link today. Why the fuck wasn't you? T- I've been the weak link before. <laughs> I've, been, I've been the weak link. Well, you know, his wife kind of looked at me the same way you are, so I'm assuming that's bad. <laughs> when did you cut him? I said it in a really positive tone because I was like, dude, you were the weakling and I owned him, and then you fucking slayed it on him today. I said, you wrote like a motherfucker today. But maybe, I guess, me and my wife's right. I should really. I didn't mean it in a mean I was excited when I said it. And I wasn't being mean. There's a weak link on every team, and you're in. No, just the, every, every, somebody. Every one, like, it, any particular rodeo, Somebody on that team's not going to perform as good as other ones. And I've I've been the weakest link, man. I've been that. You got it. How are you going to improve if you don't know? Yeah. I didn't think about it when I said it, I guess. Basically how I just told it right now. No, no. I didn't say it like that. I said... We were talking about different things, and I said, I feel, I said, if every, I said, any, like, Red Bluff, I own, here, Lakeview, I said, every member is going to have their bad day. Like, every member is going to have their weak link day. I said, no different than I own was your weak link day. Me and Bryce had a really good time. I said, my weekend might be the weak link day. I wasn't like, right? I wasn't like, you are the, you are, you didn't even get to pick our next member because you're the lowest on the tennis ball. No, not that. Come on, I'm not a mean guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is Game of Survivor. Ben, are you on that same team all the time? No. See? Everybody's got a weak link. <laughs> I'm not saying Ben was the weak link. I'd have you on my team anytime, Ben. Yeah, so, and what's sad is you... Yeah, your wife says, you have to stop taking the best offer. You just have to stick to the true one and stick with the first. She sounds so wise. But that team would you know would do better with, but nope, you said yes to the first one. Oh, damn it. That was back in the day, though. That only happened to me once, and it was a choice between Dalton Cash and Clay Gordon or Craig Boyd and his partner. Well, I stayed true, <laughs> and we didn't do very good. Stayed true. No, these are my true buddies. This is one of my truest buddies. He calls me out when I be a little bitch. This is a true story. Huh? Yeah, bud. Yeah. No, I... 
I got lots of stories, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were still 81 in the bronc riding today. I know, and I could talk about it, but I don't need to talk about it. <laughs> this mount was pretty good. That was pretty yeah, neat. You, I just about uh, stuck it, Carrie Strut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just felt this close. <laughs> yeah, but I damn near broke my ass bone, too. Uh, Ooh. If you really wanted to, you could have done better. Yeah. Ben, yeah. the fact that you know he's so stubborn, it bothers me. What? What about well, the fact that you know? You yeah. Did you know who Carrie Strug is too? Yeah. You, yeah, you thought you were smarter than the rest of us? <laughs> no, I didn't know. This is one piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> Hold everybody. I know who Carrie Strug is. None of these motherfuckers. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're an idiot. That is my personal wealth of information. You know shit. Is that what was happening? All right, so who's Kelly Scruggs? Yeah, come on. <laughs> 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 and then this fucking guy, who's Kelly Scruggs? <laughs> Where'd, you got him beat. Where's Brian Scruggs? Is Bryce going to going bed, Kylie? Is Bryce Brian. going to bed? Oh. Bet you ain't never heard Comanche before. Gus McCray got really Irish right there. Bet you never heard Comanche before. Hey, I could take one if you got. He gave us ten bucks. Who's white? Yes, sir. Your buddy gave us 10 bucks? Yeah, man. <laughs> Your buddy. Feed the man a beer. <laughs> hey. Hey. I got one. <laughs> Your buddy better send me. But truly, we have plenty. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, that was a good pun right there, bud. <laughs> you look like a 13 Swedish <laughs> 13. <laughs> nice treasure trail, bud. You look like a 13-year-old Swedish schoolgirl. That's only about the ostrich. One of my favorite ones is To Be Fair. To Be Fair. If you haven't seen Letter Kenny, these people are like, what the fuck are these guys talking about right now? This whole side right here is like, these, what are these guys talking about? Yeah. He's such a boy. He was like, Yeah, dude, you ready for this shit? He's like, No. Well, I don't think I'm like, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and then he goes on like that forever. I'm like, Safe travels, troop. Hammer down, Charlie Brown. Hope you find your bucket. <laughs> 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 I truly feel bad because I was watching that fucker float downstream and all I said was, oh, that's the shit. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it took the plunge. I felt real bad. I did I did feel bad about that. But it was kind of funny. Oh, your bucket's getting away, bud. Hey, thank you, boss. Appreciate it. What's your name? Matt McKinley. Matt McKinley. 
Matt McKinley with podcast radio station on Spotify. Burning daylight. I don't need one, bud. You put that in your pocket. There's somebody else. Here's your proper. No, no, you you do it. I, I hey, move your ass and you say we're burning daylight. And that's all. And so you'll Put say, "Hey, make it on a biscuit. We're burning daylight." <laughs> hey, even better, even better. Move your ass. ass. You just gotta have the advantage. Yep. That's pretty bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. Fill <laughs> 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 your hand. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. But we're burning daylight, boys. We're out of here. <laughs> trying to string but everyone's in a rush and you're cowboying just cowboying you're cowboying just cowboying today coats in the truck and it's pouring down rain day riders training on his horse again sick little calf so you throw at his head his mama goes for your dog you catch her instead and you're cowboy just cowboy you're cowboy just cowboy today Such a little sick calf Instead of losing your mind You just rear back and laugh Some days are great Lots of romance You wouldn't change a thing Even if you had the chance Cause you're cowboying Just cowboying You're cowboying You're just cowboying today Yeah.